and I think she maybe felt like afraid of being criticized if somebody knew the story behind the painting. I don't think I think she was she she felt a little bit dumb. Like she she thought that she made like this crazy deal. She thought she cheated the artist. She thought everything, and then she finds out that it was God. And she was she who knows what she was she had told people that had gone to her house saying like oh yeah he said that this might be one of his best works I overheard him talking to the Brian Burgess guy um, and everything and then and then she hears that it's a duck she probably felt like like literally one of my ducks could have made this painting but then but then that kind of goes into like the 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 article that we read for for the for the second pass which was the if a chimpanzee makes a painting is it art or not like does it have to be a human that's like where does creativity come from okay let's talk about the location of where this happened because I think that this could or may not have happened in other places I think the location has something to do with with this happening. This happened in Liverpool, England, 1983. Now, I'm not saying Liverpool is, like, the most remote place in the UK or, like, the most culturally deprived place in the UK, but it's not necessarily known for being a cultural hotspot, the way, like, London is or the way New York or LA or something like that is. I think that um, maybe maybe somebody from a more rural area in Liverpool in 1983 could be more easily, like, persuaded, persuaded to be to buy something that maybe somebody in New York would be like, that's not art. Like, that's, that's dumb. Like something more professional, you would mm -hmm. say, right? Like something not made by an animal, something made by a real painter, something that's actually, you know, viewed as worthy, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, I think maybe someone more professional who have noticed that the print on the canvas were made by a dog. Because like every animal has a unique print. Um, and I think that maybe something that knew more about the subject will have noticed right away that it's a dog. That's not a painting. Yeah, I think I think like them being where they are and at the time that they are would make it would make her less be would less in contact constantly with art made by actual professionals. Mm -hmm. mm. I think abstract art, if if the man was known for abstract anyway, it can kind of go anywhere. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen this, the stuff that gets to Art Basel in Miami that's considered art. Yeah, I've seen some of it. Mm -hmm. Like the really famous one that was like the banana with the duct tape. Like, that could have been a kid taped the banana to a, to a wall and they sold it for $100,000. It's also not like... 1983 to now, inflation hasn't been that crazy. So $105, it's not like, oh, that's a million dollars in today money. Like, no, it's probably like a grand in today. So about I mean, she, she also wasn't paying $30,000 for a painting. She was buying something like more. So I, I think, like, yeah, like you said in the beginning, if she lived in like California, LA, it'd be much different because there the culture is more uh, like, different weird i'd say like people would buy anything people would buy paintings made by anyone but yeah like in england it's it's more 
I guess, traditional, more culture to be more simple, right? More simple and not too extreme, like in California, right? Or in New York. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. With you. Um. So yeah. So I think that that's also something I could have played into the whole into this misunderstanding or whatever. So all that considered, I see how something like this can happen. It's an interesting case to look at. Okay. So um, I think we're done. Right. Yeah. Let's get into. Do we think that it's less of a painting just because a duck made it, even if it's objectively a nice painting? Let's make our first point of discussion. Um, what what is art like? Would would just if something's objectively cool looking or nice, and it's like a happy accident, is it art? I think anything can be considered art, you know, realistically. Um, anything can be seen as beautiful. Or, you know, it doesn't really have to be like the Mona Lisa, right? It could be something, like we said before, made by a chimpanzee. It could be anything, in my opinion. I agree with Marcus. I think that the purpose of art is to engage that person's attention and imagination. And at the end of the day, it did engage her attention and somehow her imagination. Um, I think that art has to produce some kind of emotion. And for her to buy a painting that she thought was beautiful, like, I think she just felt attracted enough to the painting for her to buy it. It doesn't matter if it was made by that or not. Okay, to, to add, my, to add my, my personal point of view, um, not only do I think it's an accepted work of art, I think it's it's still um, Ernest Cleverly's artwork because at the end of the day, the duck stepped into the painting, the color, the color, the 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 paint that he chose out, the color palette that he was working with, things that he went out and bought and and put in that studio. Like if he was working with like if he was in a mechanic shop and the and the and the dog stepped on grease and was smearing grease everywhere, it'd be a different story. But these are like nice materials falling on good canvas that's like coming out with nice colors. And at the end of the day, he raised the duck and he bought the studio and he arranged the studio in a certain way that the duck's gonna gonna land a certain way on the paintings and stuff. So I still think it's one of his artworks. I mean, I kind of disagree with that because. I mean, art can be made by anything, really. It doesn't have to be paint or nice materials, you know. I think, you know, if if there's a paper lying on the floor and and mud beside it, it'd still be art. The duck would walk on the mud, you know, make some kind of some some kind of figure. It doesn't have to be, you know, like paint in general. It could be anything. You know what no, I, mean? I agree. I was, making, I was making the case that it is an artwork by this artist. Oh, yeah. Oh. Called, called, like, Ernest cleverly because it is still his, his preference and color. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was, uh, it's more like if a mechanic has a shop, a duck goes loose and then sells it like artwork. It's, it's a different story. But like, like if it's an artist and something happens in his art studio, it's technically one of his pieces. Yeah, that's true. 
I mean, I, I, that's my opinion. I don't, I don't know if it's good or not. No, I, I agree with that. I agree with Nicholas. I think that the painter used the dark as a medium to create this amazing piece of art because at the end of the day, if he bought it, he has to be a good piece of painting. Okay, let's try and see. Let's try and put ourselves in the position of her and let's try and justify her action for putting down this artwork. Like, without, obviously without making her look stupid, like, let's, let's think of legitimate reasons as to why she, she could put down the artwork and not seem like she was doing it out of spite or out of trying to cover her name. Um, does anybody want to go first? I think she took it down because if you think about it, she practically had a scam painting on the wall. Like she was buying something at the end of the day. It was completely different from what she thought. And maybe, maybe like, like you said, she, she felt dumb. Maybe she felt like she was going to be criticized by anyone who somehow knew the, the story behind the painting. And at the end of the day, I don't think she felt really good thinking that she had a painting made by Doc when in reality she thought it was made by this great artist. Yeah, I agree with Daniela. I don't, personally, I wouldn't be too comfortable having a painting made by, you know, a wild animal in my home. I mean, some people think it might be nice, but I'd rather have like a real painting, like a real artist. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's personal pre preference towards the end, right? So, yeah, I think she, like, I'm here thinking of plausible reasons why she would take it down. Um, I agree with you guys. I think a part of it is that she she maybe doesn't feel as comfortable. I think also, like, if we want to get really into what we were reading in the past, um, uh, in the past subject for the, for the second part of the of the assignment. Um, if, if we associate art to intention and to, and to emotion and to whatever, all these things that she might think that the artist is putting in, maybe the back, like a lot of art is sold through backstory. So like, oh, this happened because in the second she was hiding in a, in a, in an attic during the second world war and all she had was this pencil and this canvas and like, that gives it significance and it gives it a backstory. Um, and I think that when you have that and you have the backstory behind it, it, it's just something that you, when you see, you think of that. And, and maybe she had created her own backstory or she understood a different backstory. And she, every time she looked at it, she was like, Oh, this creative thing about this and this. And when you change it, all of a sudden she looked at it. Now she couldn't, she couldn't unsee the fact that, Oh, this is just some stuff that just walked around a studio. So I think, I think not only was it just because she felt stupid or anything, I think it just lost its meaning for her. Like, as, as in, like, trying to give her the benefit, like, of the art side, like, the concept. I agree with that. A, a duck walking across a piece of paper doesn't really have a a true meaning toward uh, to it, right? doesn't really have a good backstory, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. A good, a good backstory for, like, a bathroom painting. Like, oh, yeah, it's some yeah. artist, this duck, Ram, he just, like, sold it. I randomly found it and bought it, but, like... Not something that you want on top of your fireplace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Now let's let's look at the other side. Let's look at some counter arguments as to why like, she should have kept it up. So I'm going to start with I'm going to start an example as to why I think she should have kept the artwork up. I think taking it down just completely closes the loop of it was a dumb thing. Like it was a literal waste of $105. She looked like an idiot. Kept it up. Told everybody about how proud she was of it. Then found out. Took it down. Like. It just made, it's like the typical PR disaster where like they put, they put up a video, gets backlash, takes it down, puts an apology, like just everything, does everything wrong. Um, I would keep it up and just like make it a thing. Like, okay, like I bought this and like that's the story. That is the backstory behind the painting. I bought this thinking that it was some crazy, I paid $105, turns out it's a duck thing. I can say with all confidence that I have the most expensive duck painting in all of Liverpool in 1983. Like, and that would be a fun story behind an art painting. Like, I don't, and, and there's probably somebody that would think it's awesome that, and would, you could probably make a profit off of it. Art is, art is easily to be profitable if you're good at selling it. So why not? Like, I keep it up. Just double down on my mistake, make it fun, turn it into a joke. I don't know. What do you guys think? What would you guys do? I mean, bro, like, bro. I think she just, like, she should embrace her decisions. Like, if she liked the painting, if she paid for it, she just, like, embrace it. Okay, I got a painting made by that art. I, I might as well just put it on the wall, take the story behind it, and just, you know, maybe at the, at the start it's going to be embarrassing for her, but at the end of the day, it's a painting. I'm sure if she liked it, it's a, it's a beautiful painting. It's a nice painting to look at. I think she just just put on the wall. I mean, yeah, if you were me, like, I would probably sell it. But if if I chose to to keep it up, I would probably give it some sort of value, some sort of some sort of imp uh, importance, because you know it's in my home. I bought it, like you said, Nicholas. You uh, you paid for it. But yeah, that's the only reason I would really keep it up. Okay, so I think in conclusion, it's, uh, I think just to close up the conversation, uh, we, I mean, a painting's a painting. Obviously, it, it's worth more if it was made by a human and somebody that puts thought and effort and creativity into something, and it's an easy sell, and it's very easily justifiable, and it's always worth the money, and it's, like, there's no buyer's remorse, there's no regret, whatever, you like it, you like it, you respect the artist. You have to start getting into more of the, you have to start finding more creative ways to justify an art piece once you find out that it's made by a duck or something. And I think it's a good example of what we read about last semester. I mean, last um, assignment. Uh, to close it up, um, I want to thank the two of you for, for joining us today, uh, Daniela and Marcus. Um, I really appreciate it. This includes Exploring Art Podcast. Uh, subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening, and please join us soon. Remember to stay curious.